Hey, hey. Hey. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to another episode on this frequency. I'm Natalie. Today we have our special co-host, Ricky Lee, who, you know, I thought <laughs> this episode was going to be about a whole bunch of different things, but I really just want to start by asking like, what's up, girl? What you got going on? Apparently something that I don't know about, but that I do know about. Oh, do you want to? <laughs> you want to talk about it do i want to talk about it <laughs> we had some technical difficulties mm-hmm. in the studio and i felt like i was losing my mind because <laughs> i know how to operate certain things and right. it's like it wasn't working yeah i know which is not like you it's not like me when i walked into like the vibes were a little off i was like oh is it because i was late i'm sorry no, no. but it seems to be something else which goes to show the power of energy yeah yeah. And I would like to initially blame the full moon that just mm. happened. Like, is yes. it the full moon? What, what happened? Yeah. But energy is powerful. And we always talk about that. We always say that, you know, someone's energy can move mountains and mm-hmm. not do anything at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big believer in that. And I, I was something is up with me. And I don't like I said, I don't <laughs> know what it is. And I wasn't even aware of it until just like these little disconnects started happening within yeah. what we were supposed to do yeah we were staring at the board and the computer and then all of a sudden a can falls over <laughs> and then the, the mic- microphone falls off of its little pedestal it was a whole thing and then we were just kind of like oh shit it's here right some funk <laughs> is in the studio and so we immediately i immediately go to look for the lighter but before you told me to reboot the you're like reboot everything just turn everything off and turn everything back on and then you and then i started just let me just cleanse the air in here because something is off jasper like opened the door and just started kind of saying a couple good things you know giving good jujus to the board over there it was crazy. And I think be fine. <laughs> and I think all the energies in the studio today, all of us had something going on. All of mm-hmm. us came in with with so, something being off balance or yeah. something brewing where it's like, well, what what is it that we need to understand about this What's moment? Happening? Yeah. Right. Oddly enough, I feel fine. So I kind of feel like you're the only one with logic like, today. You're the yeah, only one like, like on balance. What is up? And usually it's Thank me. God. Usually I'm the one that's like, what the fuck? Thank God. Because <laughs> imagine if you would have been off too and we would have had four energies in here like completely going off the wall. That would have been crazy. <laughs> Damn it. But but it's how to how to, to work through that or how to identify yes. that something something's yes. going on. I really feel that if we had just a different energy in here or somebody else or an additional person it wouldn't have worked out we would have had to just reschedule this whole thing and said we'll see you guys later we'll do this another you know another day right but here we are we're going through it we are because this is a very real thing and i think that all of us actually go through this without really being able to identify what's happening right you know and we feel these energies everywhere at work with our families in all aspects of what we do like energy is power yeah yeah you know what i think that we we maneuvered through that whole little situation just an hour ago great we did beautiful we did oh god all stars absolutely shout out to don and jasper (sighs) thank you because they just helped us like we just did that very smoothly i imagine that if there and i don't want to say that like 
a male energy, but that we would have like we would have spiked and it would have just not gotten done. or not have felt comfortable enough to problem solve amongst yes. ourselves and yeah. to do things you know our way mm-hmm. and exploring it. Mm-hmm. That's for sure, which is you empowering. Did good. It is. You did it so is so good. I'm so proud of us. We just had a. We, you know what? Bosses. Mm. Bosses. Well, That's right. Said that. Thanks, girl. Oh my God, yes. But um, so well, we talked about energies in our last episode, and you know it continues to be a topic. <laughs> um, but on this episode, I wanted to talk about <clears throat> manifesting and how powerful that also is, and how energy plays a role in our manifesting. Um. I was going to say that that 100% ties into what's, I think, probably happened today, right? So I gave the example that in the past couple of weeks, I've specifically, and not even, I don't even think I was fully aware of what I was trying to manifest, Yeah. right? But I was specifically thinking about something that I desired and something that I wanted to do and explore. Right. And then I got it. Okay. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute, hold on. I know this is what I, I wanted. This is what I asked for but I kind of don't like it, which is good because I needed to go through that experience to affirm whether or not I was comfortable in what I was asking for. Yeah. Okay. But with that came a lot of revelations. Okay. And with that came a lot of self-discovery and Uh. confusion and like, wait a minute. I I said I wanted this and then I got it and then I didn't like it. What the hell? Again, and thinking like, I don't know what I want. Oh my gosh, confusion, all this other stuff, right? Yeah. But very subtly. Mm-hmm. Like it was just very passive aggressive mm-hmm. what I went through and how I put myself through it. Yeah. Right? And then recently I've been doing a lot of work with trying to understand the traumas of my childhood, right? Yeah. So in wanting to have that healing mm-hmm. and in doing and thinking in all of these things, it, I'm literally manifesting everything I'm trying to do for myself, for sure. which is freaking intimidating yeah. and a lot at once. Yeah. So now, hold on. It's all coming to me now. That's probably all the energy that you guys felt right. is all this stuff is like purging my existence, like yeah. coming out to the point where I'm not even it's so powerful. I'm not even aware of it. <laughs> you don't even know how to I'm act. in denial. I'm like, huh? <laughs> is that me? All of the good things are coming your way. And those good things may not initially feel good, Mm -hmm. but in that uncomfortability and in that this doesn't feel good, it feels right. So it might not feel good, but it feels right because you're like, okay, but this is the path to where I got to go. And we were saying that we were saying like, okay, there's an energy in here and it's not necessarily bad, but it's definitely present. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that might have been the case also because I am surrounded. So like by yourself, by Jasper, by Dawn, by energies that I trust and feel comfortable in and feel yeah. vulnerable in. Yeah. So if something's off, I don't worry about how it's going to be conveyed or what's going to happen. It just is. Yeah. And so I think that my own energy was like, just go here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, these ladies are going to help you harness <laughs> what it is that's going on with you. Cause now I definitely think that it's a very, it's an outpouring of just myself in a very like, like just like a whisper you know change is coming <laughs> what's that one song that you always tell me about well, i feel like we need to play it which but one that the time one the the it, it's the time or 
Well, there is. Today's the day. Today's the day. <gasps> or the no, day. this is the day is by the day. Mama's Gun. Yes, oh my God, this that's is the yes. Day. This I feel is like the you're day. having a this is the day yeah. moment. Cause it feels like something is about to change. That's what it says. I can feel it, call it, yay! This like it. is the day. Okay. Woo! That's <laughs> great. I love that. And, Good song. And you know what? Um. It's it's important to recognize like oh shit something's happening and and being okay like all right this is weird it's weird um, this is strange when did you realize in. your first power in manifesting okay so this is a good one so I was so there's actually two where I was like one was definitely like oh shit manifesting is a thing and then there was another <laughs> one where I was like who's listening. Right. So mm. my first experience, it was, <clears throat> well, actually it happened second, but I, have, I feel like I have to tell this one first. So um, in just my growth and spirituality and trying to figure out me and doing all that work, I decided that I wanted to read the Bible. Okay. So I was like, and I was telling Mike. You read the Bible? No. Oh, no, I was like, well, let me tell you the story. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what, let me tell you what stopped me. And it's still like, it's still on my to-do list. Like I want to read the Bible. Right. And so I'm telling Mike, like, you know what? I really want to read the Bible. I think that, um, I think that's important and something that I want to do. I'm not necessarily religious. Right. Um, but also growing up, um, my mom was, I think trying, I actually think that she was in a position where I was finding myself in trying to figure out like where I fit in and 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 my faith and beliefs and so growing up um, my mom as a single mom I think my mom was trying to find like her faith and just a community right etc etc so we went to catholic church we went to um, christian church we did Jehovah's Witnesses. And wow, we really? Stuck, we actually stuck with Jehovah Witness, um, with the Jehovah Witnesses for a long time. I didn't know that about you. Yes, oh, actually shit. from like middle school to high school, I was doing Bible studies every Sunday. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, but it was more like, I think my mom really just had me in that so that it was something that I could kind of focus on or just right. talk to somebody else or if there was somebody that I could And just be to, exposed to. Right. So I really, you know, I saw different, different religions and practices and things like that. Um, so anyway, long story short, I, I'm not religious in today, but that was the point that I was making is that I want to, I want to read the Bible. So I have a couple conversations with Mike about it and it's in the back of my mind. I'm thinking about it like, okay, well, like, how do you read the Bible? Like, I know it's not just like you read from the beginning to the end of the page. I'm sure there's like some way that well, it has to be conducted, right? In your mind, you thought, I'm not going to read the Bible from well, the first page on this. What I was thinking was, because you know how when you, you see, and this is where like yes. religion is just, it has me all fucked because i'm like well where do you do you start somewhere and you know when you go to church they're Page reading one. like sections of the bible they're not reading from beginning to the end i could see that, that you know makes what sense. i mean so i was like Total oh well sense. maybe like i need to maybe there's a guide i don't know <laughs> there's no guide you start at the beginning <laughs> thank you you see don thank you thank you for confirming that and now i'm gonna have to go to you don to like get guidance on how to read the Bible. But for the record, I can, I get why, because you're right. Like you go to church and they 
they're, they're, the chapters are, whatever they're going to talk about yeah. is random. It's not like, right. they're not I starting like, at that the makes beginning sense. of the year, we're going to start on page one. <laughs> and at the end of the year, we're going to, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I love that about you. No insult to anyone here. It's just, this is my experience, right? But <laughs> anyway, um, so that's, that's it, right? I'm trying to manifest, um, I'm, or not manifest, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to start reading the Bible. Well, there's nobody that I have this conversation with except Mike. A couple of weeks go by. I'm driving. My dad calls me and he's like, hey, um, you know, how are you doing? You know, we're kind of shooting the shit back and forth. My dad's telling me about work. I'm telling him about my, you know, my life, whatever's going on. And then he's like, hey, Mija, you know what? Um, I have this Bible for you. <laughs> I want you, you know, I want you to keep it. I think that, you know, I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't really... I didn't push religion on you or just any kind of faith, but I think that you should have faith. You should have something to to look to and read and for guidance and all of this. Right. And I was like, what? A Bible from where? <laughs> like, what do you mean you're going to give me a Bible? He's like, yeah, I just I, I just have this Bible and I want to give it to you. And my dad, like, he's not he doesn't have a practice or at least not that I knew at that time. Right. And really? so, yeah, so it was just the strangest thing where I'm over here talking about, I want to read the Bible. My dad's not somebody that's preaching the Bible to me. And all of a sudden he's like, Miha, I have this Bible for right. you. And I'm like, what? So that's, so that was my first experience in manifesting where I was like, oh shit. Like you someone's know, listening, someone's listening and whatever you put out there, it's, it's going to give it to you. So you got to be careful because whether it's good or it's bad, it's definitely there and ready to teach you a lesson or to, oh, this is what you wanted. Here it is. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah. So so that was one of those where it's like, all right, well, if I'm going to take this on, then, you know, I need to be careful. Yep. And I feel that we're always manifesting whether we're doing it consciously or not. It's always there. Agreed. and We're always receiving something that we're asking for. Um. But this was so this happened after I started dating Mike, right? Because obviously I had this conversation with him. But how Mike, my now <laughs> husband, came about, I, I always get excited and I get all mushy telling this story because I think it's like the most beautiful thing that and I just feel like, <laughs> does this happen to everyone? No, do, it doesn't. Do, like, do no. husbands just come from the sky? <laughs> it's awesome. And so... <laughs> So I had... <laughs> no, they don't. I, I, I had to, like, gather myself. <laughs> no, they do not. Just ask for it, Don. It'll come from the sky. It'll come. A Watch, man with... Listen, after you listen to glorious my story, body. all of you are going to come in with, like, mans <laughs> next week. Watch. With mans? Which are mans. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. So, um, so I had been doing, you know, okay, well, I guess here, I'll start here. I had been in, like, really bad relationships where like I don't think I was being authentically me mm. and I was being in relationships that weren't just necessarily serving me or they just weren't the best right and so before um so in my last relationship before I met Mike I said okay this is done I don't know what I'm doing here I'm gonna this this is over <laughs> right it ended and it was mutual, right? It just clearly wasn't working You're out. Like, what's and happening I, here? And that'll be a story for never. But, <laughs> but <laughs> so that was that. And then I really took about a year and a half to two years to just 
do me, have some fun, yep. hang out with my girlfriends, get to know my sister because she was getting um, she was getting older in the sense where like she was 21 and now we can hang out. You did that for a things. year? About a year and a half. So you didn't see anybody for a year anyone. and a half? I didn't. And you didn't have like a little side dish? No, yes, you... I did. But ah, okay, they weren't okay. serious. You know, I was having fun. I right. say that. I was okay. having fun. I like fun. that. I like that. Okay. So, so that was happening. And I will say, though, that for maybe eight months of that, I was like, fuck, man. They're all pieces of shit. Okay. I hate them all. They're all fucking stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Blah, blah, blah. For I was just eight really, months out of the year. Yes. I was really just, no. I, could, I couldn't even take anyone sending me a message without feeling enraged. I was just <laughs> pissed at the world. I was being a, is it a man hater? I don't know. I was being mad. I was angry. I was angry at men. And, um, and so anyway, so I was just doing my thing completely unbothered and just doing my life. And, um, I was going to Vegas with my girlfriends. It was one of my girlfriend's birthday who actually just asked me to be her bridesmaid this weekend. So I'm really excited. But anyway, um, so we go to Vegas for her birthday. We come back and then I get a message from Michael Moda <laughs> and it's summertime right so I'm feeling cute and I'm like hey and then no boys allowed like no this is, I'm just doing me and um and he sends me this picture of him flexing his back muscles okay <laughs> and that just hold on hold on hold time out the only reason why I'm laughing uncontrollably is because my brother's the least he does like, not work out. Work out. <laughs> he is the least athletic. Okay. There you go. I'm this sorry. guy does that's not, not thing. move a finger. That's he doesn't. And, and that's just him, right? But at this stage in his life, like he was fit and he All was working out. You know, he's over here showing off his great muscles. But I was at the opposite end, like, oh God, really? Like another one sending me this? <laughs> Jesus, like how original, right? Oh, but I would have thought the same thing, girl. I would have thought the same right? thing. But to Mike's defense, he, I think that he may have thought, <laughs> the girls back there are laughing their asses off. Oh, so See, I knew this was a good one I it's had to tell. One. It's a good one. So I, um, I get the picture and at that point, like I was very fit and I was into working out and I was, you know, watching what I was eating, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So I think that he was like, oh, well, this is her interest. Well, I'm going to show her that I'm interesting, okay. right? I see. I see the method. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I say something. I hadn't <laughs> talked to Mike. And, and mind you, I had not talked to Mike in years. Like more than two? More than two. More than because, five? Um, so the way that we had met was we, we worked together. He went to San Francisco, stayed down there for however long. And then we were just, we kind of, we lost connection, right? So when he hits me up, it's random. It's out of the blue. And it, it had to be at least m maybe more than two years, okay. maybe three. And um, and I just didn't know him like that. So I was like, oh God, why are you sending me this message? So I sent him something kind of snarky. And then I love the word snarky. Like, what did you say, though? Yeah. And, well, I don't remember. But I, rem I don't remember. But his response to it was, oh, sorry wrong natalie and i was like Ew. the nerve yes, yes because i had the just rejected because i had like i basically rejected him like because i was like what the fuck is this oh and, wrong, oh, natalie. wrong natalie how many natalies do you know like, then yes. my bad mm. yes yes so i clearly wasn't ready for it and um <laughs> and that was that 
So that was that summer. And I was like, all right, whatever. It, it must have been. It was probably May. And that was it. I didn't hear from him after that. Um, he didn't text me. I didn't text him. Obviously. Wait, hold on. Just pause really quick. Have you asked him like now? Like, were you serious about sending it to the wrong Nelly? Or were you right. Being- so I confronted him. Now that we're together, and he's like, I don't know another Natalie. So, oh, I, so I completely why, why crushed him. Ego. <laughs> it's that ego. But you know what? Ego's not your amigo. Feelings. Yes. You hurt his little I feelings. I did. I crushed him. But I just, I wasn't ready for it, you know? And so anyway, so after I was done being like my, being pissed about life, I really wanted to, to manifest you know this life for myself and I was thinking about where I was going and what that was looking like right and so I um I first you know they they always say like the the first thing that you have to do is just take do you you have to take care of yourself what do you what do you want what do you like and what are your your dislikes and all of that and so I started writing down what I envisioned for myself, like, do I work out? Do I go to school? Do I, you know, what is my routine? Um, where do I want to go? What do I want to learn? Blah, blah, blah. All of these things. You wrote it. You physically I was, wrote that. I, I wrote that down. <clears throat> and then I started thinking about like, well, you know, like I, I remember having this conversation, like I want my person. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's where I was at in my, in that time frame. I was like, well, I, what, what? who do I share this with? Who's my person? Like, I'm tired of being in these relationships with these, these boys that just don't understand me mm. and I don't understand them. And I just want someone to share and like who has some fucking compassion and some passion and all of that. And so, um, so I started writing that down and I was like, I want somebody that is driven, somebody that works hard, somebody that has goals, somebody that thinks out of the box and he has to come from a big family and he oh has to God. he has to speak Spanish because I want him to be able to understand my family and it just be and I want there to be just this connection where I don't have to worry about like, are you OK over there? You know, do you need help translating? I just wanted him to right. blend well with my family in, in that sense. Right. And um, and sure enough, Michael Moda just pops up into my messages again. And but this time in your message, like in uh, on my Snapchat messages, in your that. DMs of social media on Snapchat. Hold on. Yeah. The picture that he sent you, was that to your cell phone? That was to my cell phone. Oh, that, wow. So the original picture was to my cell phone. And then he tried again <laughs> via the social media. Snapchat. OK. And, and it was okay. through Snapchat. I mm. mean, damn. So then this time <laughs> around, I was, you know, I was in, in a different mindset i was more open and willing and was it another picture no actually well he commented on a picture of me eating and then with my (laughs) sister so then you know it's snapchat so there's all kinds of random shit going on in there but we were eating my sister and i and he makes a comment i don't remember it now but it followed with um hey do you want to go have breakfast with me and i was like oh you know what i have to Mike in a long time you know, yeah sure why not like let's go have question breakfast. in that moment that you were responding to him at any point <laughs> during that entire transaction did you ever think this is the same guy who sent me a picture of his back honestly I don't think I made that <laughs> connection I'm, I'm meaning Thank like god. Not, not that I didn't make the connection it wasn't something that I was thinking about like oh god this guy with the picture again right, right it was right. just like you know what yeah I haven't talked to him in a long time let's see what's up 
And so um, we end up going and I always tell the story wrong because I always say that they're enchiladas and I think they were chilaquiles, but I can't remember. And Mike always Same family me. of food. But yeah, it's some tortilla with the sauce. Same family. And so, so anyway, so then I discover that Mike is this passionate and driven person and he's gone places and he wants to go to more places and he's he plays the guitar and he comes from this big family and then he speaks Spanish and I'm like, what? Who are you? Oh my gosh. And so I really feel that I put it out there. I asked and you received, I received and it was so, it was weird because even though I manifested it and I, this is, he was ex- like word for word what I had written down. That's who, that's who came up. It was Michael Moda mm. in the flesh, but it was the most uncomfortable. Like I was pedaling back. I was backpedaling because I was scared. Wait, hold I, on. So kind of like what I was, what I just explained, right? So yeah. you ask for something, you get it and you're like, whoa. Right. Right. It. Right. Okay. Okay. Because now it's showing me like, oh, this is the power of manifesting and this is what you want. And well, here, here it is. And so um, so I was backpedaling and I was like, no, no. And I was even telling my girlfriends like, I met this really great guy. But you know what? My my excuse, my reasoning was, but I know him for a long time right. and we're friends and he's such a great guy. Like if it doesn't work out, I don't want it to be awkward. I don't like I'd rather keep this friendship rather than <clears throat> then make it a relationship and it not work. And so, you know, my girlfriend's always telling me like, but Natalie, like if he's, if he's good to you and you know, this is, and he's just what you asked, what, why are you holding back or what, what, what is it really? And I was like, I think I'm just scared. And what so. What were you scared of? I don't, I guess just that it would work, that it would work out. I don't know. And, and I think that that's, we've had these conversations uh-huh. where it's like, this is what you want and and I think that because we're scared of the unknown and because it's different and we're not used to th- this like for example for me I hadn't been used to being in a relationship with someone that was so attentive and giving and affectionate and all of these things that Mike is where I was like oh I don't this mm. is weird I don't almost like I didn't deserve it Oh, I I second that. You know I second I mean? that. I know what that feels like. You know, and so I was, I was, I was kind of seeing it like, no, well, I I I don't want to do this because my excuse is we're friends and I don't want it to change and I don't want to I don't want to know that it couldn't work out. So I was making excuses, basically. Mm. I was basically making excuses, and so I'm glad that I didn't because here we are, we're married, and <laughs> I love him. He's my husband. So no regrets. No, no regrets. None whatsoever. No regrets. Yeah. It reminds me of the game that you and I played. Uh, We're not really strangers. Yes. Because there's a question there. What are you? What are you most afraid of? Failing or succeeding? Mm. Mm -hmm. So, to what you were saying, how like you got what you wanted, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. I have no problem failing. Yeah. I'm super comfortable in the failing right. department. Right. Because I learned something from it. Like, and mm-hmm. it makes, it continues to make me do things that I'm unsure of, or, but I do it, mess up, <coughs> learn, apply, fix it, and you go along your way. Right. What I can't uh, wrap my head around is succeeding. 
Yeah. I'm more afraid of that because yeah. then it's like, all right, so I'm here. Now what? Right. And that's scary because it's yep. uncharted waters. We've never been through this. We don't know what that success looks like for whatever area in our lives that we're succeeding in, right? And I guess that's a good transition into how you and I met and then how Rose City Sound came about. I think that's a huge manifestation that you just, you went beep, 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 boop, and you did the Cinderella thing. And then, ah! Just like that overnight. I think so. I think so. I would actually say that, I I think it was two weeks ago, I brought my mom into the studio. Yeah. And I sat her down and I did, like, I interviewed her and I was just, she had never really come in this space and sat down. Yeah. She was really nervous about it. But, it was probably one of the best conversations I've ever had with my mother in my life and existence. But she, we talked about like everything that we've done here and how many hours, like all of us have put into this and like, you know, but the one thing that she said was that this is not something that happened overnight. Mm -hmm. This has been something that has been years and years and years in the making by all parties involved. Yeah. Right. So everything Mm -hmm. that, Lanier's brought everything that Mike's brought myself you even Jasper not like everybody that's connected to this organization has led that path has led here and and here when they come here it comes with all of their tenure Uh everything that they have to bring and all of those elements you know make this place yes being it's been years in the making and so in in realizing that I was doing the the book that I read, the seven, the seven habits of highly effective people, seven habits of highly effective people. And the PDF file that it has, where it has the exercises, it asks like, what is your mission? What is your purpose? Yeah. And I always think back like what it is that I explain to people that we do here who don't know what we do. And when you look at it technically, okay, well, yes, we produce live DJ sets. Yes. We produce music. Yes. We produce podcasts. we're a production company in a sense right but what I wrote was that I wanted that what I desired was to find people who needed to have their voices lifted yeah people who had messages people who had conviction how could we help them okay but how can we put them on a platform now that voice a can come through a song can come through a podcast can come through a live performance Mm -hmm. can come through a various uh different (laughs) excuse me mediums that was my purpose how can we empower these voices that have a message to be told and what do i what resources do i have around me that can do that right and that's how this place came to be yes and that manifestation came from years and years and years and years of seeing injustices in seeing people who had voices who needed to be heard that were not being heard Mm -hmm. and that left such an impression on me and i'm talking like from elementary school to now right everything that i've seen and i'm like no this needs to change and how can we do that and we do that with the people around us that we identify as people that need to be heard with that is the manifestation part yeah. Because I've carried that with me without really knowing right. what the hell it is. Right. And now here there's tangible evidence. There's things you can come in here and touch and say, this microphone was used to record this person who had this message that this person in another country really needed to hear to survive. Right. That is uplifting something. That is, 
exactly, you know, manifestation at its finest. I love it. Um, Can you tell me more about you manage the Dodgers DJ? Mm -hmm. Can you tell me how that came about? Because essentially that has helped. Oh, right. Right. That's been a (laughs) huge, (laughs) that's been a huge element to this. And ironically, today he's at the stadium today and I, I, he was leaving and I was like, oh man, like this, you're, you're back at the stadium because this whole pandemic, we've all been together Mm -hmm. and now we're kind of branching out into regular lives now and we're all kind of floating out again. We're branching out. We're branching out and it's, which is how we were before. Right. But it's scary like that. Um, But that part came because uh, I, I needed a, I wanted a second job. I needed I was in a, I had a house, I had a roommate, I lost my roommate, I didn't want to move again, and I was like, man, I'm, I need a hustle, and I need to get another job. Right. So, I worked with Michael Moda, your husband, and he and I used to do um, weddings and events, my brother was a DJ too, and I would produce and coordinate all of the events. <laughs> so, I'm like, I know I can make quick money like that, because they make good money, so I hit up all my DJ friends, and I'm like, yo, if you guys need a coordinator, hit me up. This is what I charge. I need to make some some extra funds on the side. And I was like, I yeah. could work on the weekends. So he and I worked together in aviation, period. So we had already known each other from that that sense of it. Okay. But he had hit me back up and he goes, you know, I'm looking for a manager. Okay. Not necessarily looking to, you know, hire you to go do, you know, work shows. But I do need a manager. <clears throat> I want to do specific things. And, you know, at that time I was also reading Michelle Alexander's book, uh, The New Jim Crow. Oh, yeah. And I was learning about the prison system and I had all kinds of stuff in my mind. And one day I told him, I said, you know what? I'm down to work with you. Yeah. But in working with you, I want our partnership to make sure that we can bring all of our communities together. And we both love music. Yeah. So that unifies people and that can really manifest a message. Right. That was one of the initial agreements that we had Mm -hmm. is that we would do everything in our power to bring our communities together, to work together, to learn about each other's cultures mm-hmm. and then build something from there. Yeah. And from that, you know, we're here now, which I never, never, ever, ever would I ever thought that <clears throat> from that moment to hear that this is where I never like would have thought that this is where it would have been. Right. Because um, at the beginning, um, you were at your apartment doing yeah. the lives from, from your the stu- living from room. my living room yeah <clears throat> we did do a couple of shows because once we decided that we were going to work together we had a couple shows that we did yeah and then the pandemic hit we lost everything gone all the right. shows dodgers what everything right wiped out now what do we do and then that's when we ended up in in yeah in my living room in my little I, and i miss that place so much i miss it too that and, was good vibes it, that, oh my your, god that, i mean the neighbors were kind of questionable I know. but the energy in that space was very creative and it yeah. lent itself to <clears throat> the steps needed before we got here but that like i said when I was, and I'm thinking back now, like in telling him, mm-hmm. we have to bring our communities together. I said that to him at a, and again, I'm reflecting now at a very topical level, meaning yeah. I didn't really know right. how the hell that was really going to happen. Right. But I was just telling him, but this is what I want to do. Yeah. Knowing that we had all this other stuff in between that really wasn't going to lend itself to that. Yeah. But the pandemic came in. Look, it 
yeah it actually came, happened like that and then the black lives matter movement just, my all, all of that injustices just came to just kind of slap us in the face like this is it this is it's right here so you want to bring your communities together look at the times and what a time and as you're saying that now like i'm actually realizing like oh shit we did do that right we did it but we're doing it because it's just starting it's continuous but i would have never like really stopped to to think about that and hear it and accept it and like cherish it right even in you know we're small group we're a small mm-hmm. organization and it's but we're we're doing very special things yeah and i think that it's don't when you're manifesting i feel that we want to like we're shooting for the stars in the sense where like we're imagining this ginormous thing like we want big things for ourselves right. as we should right but we can't miss when we are getting like small little small things coming right. in small things coming in mm-hmm. because you know you needed that extra money you wanted to help oh, yes. in this movement and you had a message yourself that you mm-hmm. wanted to speak out on <clears throat> and you got your platform and then you got an opportunity and then even more opportunities oh, this is so weird. and isn't it strange because and then you you know you wanted to do this and so you opened up your living room to continue to do this and then i remember having conversations with you about um about about the studio because mike was in the process of building the studio but i was enraged because now i'm living (laughs) i was i love your rage by the way you know i was living here just and kind of taken you know mike was just kind of (laughs) holding me along or pulling me along through the through the journey but what i was telling you was like look like i'm just really tired of living here like i need my own space I, i can't breathe here and um, and we you know Mike and I really just need our, our, we need a, our, to separate. And in, I in swore I would right? never come back here. Right. And Ever. so, and it's funny because here I am trying to manifest, like I need a, I need my own place. I need space. We, we need to just, we need to get the, the wheels turning here. And then you start talking about, well, we need to do this. And when is Mike's, uh, when is the studio, studio going to be finished yeah. and what's happening? And so. You and I, I feel we're manifesting things for each other, and Mike and and, and Severe had probably had no idea, but um, <laughs> no. but really the manifestors of this studio were you and I. Hey. <laughs> so shout out to us. <laughs> right here, baby. No, right to- here. Totally teasing because uh, absolutely they had everything to do with it as well. But it does take. A couple conversations and an action action yes you can manifest all day long and you can speak to the universe and and you can say all day how bad you want things and how deserving you are but you got to put in the work you 100% have to put the work in and I'm realizing now as we're having this conversation like I'm like we put a lot of work into it yeah like and i did Absolutely. and it starts with those conversations like all right cool um i want this i'm willing to sacrifice this because it wasn't until like a few months ago that it was actually hitting me like oh damn i'm i'm, I'm back at my mom's like yeah, what's happening <laughs> but it it's all you can't question any of it you can't because yeah. you see the results like just stop look back look what right. you're doing so right. imagine where we're gonna be a year from now yes we have to humble ourselves and we always have to reflect 
we always got to reflect on, okay, I'm here now, but yeah. where was I before this? And where was I before that? And what was I telling myself there? And what was I going through at that point that led me here now? And so now our next conversation is like, well, what, where are we going now? What's next? And let me tell you one thing that I do think about often is <clears throat> I think, um, I, I have, I'm overcome with this feeling that this is bigger than mm-hmm. my desire. Right. This is bigger than what I wanted to manifest. Absolutely. All so the way. I have my own manifestations and my own desires. Yeah. But more times than not. And this regularly on a daily basis when I don't understand what's going on or I'm frustrated or whatever. I'm always filled with this energy that remi- that like tells me specifically like this, this is bigger than you. Like yeah. just hold on. Just give it a minute yeah. because you don't yeah. even see what's around the corner. Right. And it. And that gives me a very, you know, settling feeling and it kind of just stabilizes me for a minute. Yeah, I think I get stuck on that sometimes um, where a lot of the times where I'm not seeing the bigger picture and I, I know or I should know that it's bigger than me. But we get so caught up in our egos and oh, yeah. our, in our wants and our instant gratification where like Mike has to remind me like Natalie you just have to look at the bigger picture you have to think you have to think five years ten years and I'm like but what about tomorrow what about or now? what about now yeah what, what about, about now? now and um and we gotta be just so patient and, and not controlling and not think about contr- yeah, c- yes, because the control um, that's part of my anxiety and my frustration is I'm always trying to control the outcome. <clears throat> yes. I got to make sure that this is what happens at the end of the day. I'm right there well, what you. do I know about what's going to happen at the end? Of the day? I'm not know. even thinking about what's best for me at this point. I'm just trying to control the situation. Right. But come on. You know right. what I mean? And, and that's never it. No, it's never it. But reminding yourself of that is important, too. Yeah. Because yes. you don't know what's in store for you. Just let go. Let it go. Yep. And we really don't have control. Nothing. We have control over nothing. Mm -mm. Look at this big ass wedding we were planning last year. A huge wedding. (laughs) It was massive. And we put a lot of work and hours planning for this thing. We saw venues. We tasted food. Yes. We had everything set. It was supposed to be like this major family reunion production. We sent, I'm pretty sure we sent more invitations than... All of you know, all of California got an invitation, <laughs> and half of Mexico. <laughs> and, True story. And that's and just and it goes to say that we can have all of these plans and prepare, mm. but we also have to be ready to pivot when it doesn't come through. Our wedding ended up being a, a three people wedding. Yeah, that was me, yeah. Mike, and my mother in law, and then you via Zoom. B- by Zoom. Yeah, but that that um. And my parents too. I don't want to forget them, but yes, I I remember when the when COVID first started that we were having meetings. Mm-hmm. Remember, like mm-hmm. we were reporting with my dad, and we're like, "What's yeah. happening?" And we're like, "It's gonna go away. It's gonna go. It's fine. Like yeah. this, is, this is just gonna blow over." Remember right. the flu? Like all had all of it. Yeah. And did we think it was gonna be like this? Nope. No, we were Mm-mm. convinced that it was gonna go away. Nothing was gonna happen, yep. whether we believed it was true or not. Yes. Yes. And I mean, at the end of the, we still had a wedding. We still got married. And so it, it still was, happened. It was one of my favorite weddings it's, ever because it's one of my favorites. Too. Hey, we did it on Firme Friday on Juneteenth. We, we did. It was yes. Juneteenth, Firme Friday. Look at how we keep talking about how <laughs> it was good. So, 
I yeah. liked it. I yeah. took your pictures. Yes. Yeah. It was great. We pivoted and we did it. I got to show Ray those pictures I took. He'd be proud. <laughs> I need some Ray credit. Ray would be proud. <laughs> he would be proud. I mean, we just, we're doing good things and, you know, it, it is always about the bigger picture. And um, I think for me, it's doing this so that others can see and, and give hope and inspiration like, oh, fuck, like they did it right and i mean and like also like okay well but also for so that other people can come to us to ask questions and maybe be a resource yes yeah exactly that's the resource resources because we didn't necessarily have those examples or people to go to yeah to say hey and i don't mean examples like celebrities or other people that are unreachable just regular people around us that we could say how did you do this or how did you right experience yeah. that or how what did you, did you have to mic? <laughs> yeah how did you turn the mic on we my, my current thing right now is um and maybe the, i need to manifest this i need someone to help us do our taxes oh. i am struggling you're so the money hard. person i know but i'm not the finance or the accountant person that's a whole other ball game i'm like this is why people don't start businesses too because you're like so oh god hard. it's intimidating it's you're like so what the hell hard is this? to start a business in in just that little aspect right there alone it's a pain in the ass it's over here like, did you reconcile your transactions? Re- and you're what? Like, what? Reconcile who? who? What does that mm. even mean? And so here I am, YouTube being like, how to file taxes? Are you a soul are you we a should ask my cousin Noel. something? Oh, damn it. Should ask her. You're right. Yeah. She likes that stuff. Well, so that's the other thing. Find somebody that likes what they do. Yes. <laughs> They'll really be able yes. to help you. Ma- and you know what? That's the big thing when you're manifesting. Let people into your life. Ooh. let people in Ooh. you can't do this by yourself no whatever it is that you're manifesting you're not gonna do it alone true story true story well can you do it alone i mean you could and but when you're man- i mean you need people no you see because look even when i manifested my bible i didn't know what to do with it so here was don giving me an inst- <laughs> so you see you bible study at rose city sound person you always need another person mm. I'm with that. So, <laughs> y'all like that, huh? <laughs> Page one. <laughs> so, Don, Bible study next Monday before this on Genesis this frequency. Page one. <laughs> yes, you see? I'm yes. telling you. Let's do Bible study. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that manifesting, it, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And I, we're always manifesting even when we don't realize that we are. And I don't know, I could probably tell so many other stories, but they're not coming to me of me manifesting or just seeing that that shit is real. Mm-hmm. Get your energy right. And put yourself <laughs> next to manifestors. Like, yes, like, yes done right like yep. she wrote a book and mm-hmm. did her way and i'm like how did you do that mm-hmm. and she was like oh it was a flawless process it just happened and uh, i'm like what how but and again having those people around you that do that does don know that you want to write a book did i tell you don i wanted to write a book yeah you told me oh damn it the one with the socks <gasps> the socks and then i want to write a little book about marijuana a little marijuana oh yes the, okay so yes. you I, actually had a concept for that i had the whole storyboard laid out and then like not even like a week ago i had it i was taking a shower and i was thinking like the little marijuana plant she's like walking around and she's looking at the chamomile and she's looking at the mint 
and she's looking at all these other herbs that they're like, oh, like we're accepted, but you're not. Oh. You're bad, right? And she's like, I just want to, like, why can't I be I helpful be like friends. you, chamomile? Oh. Why am I demonized, chamomile? It's a thing. <clears throat> it's the truth. You want to bring the communities together. Hell yes. You see? And then see? all the funding mm -hmm. that we raise off of that book, we can let all the people that are in prison right now that are that serving one. time yeah. for marijuana offenses, yeah. get them out. I love that. Which they should be out anyways. Right, right. <sighs> God. Okay, it's well, a we're plant. Just, it's a plant. It's a plant. It's let an herb. Oh, yes, Thank exactly. You. It's there you go. Let them out. Let them out. It's chamomile. Yep. Just a different type of chamomile. Right. Right. <laughs> you see? And we're going to manifest that because you've been talking about that for a while. I, I think that since we've met, That's you've why, been talking about yes. the book about the socks and the marijuana plant. Because it's my last name, too. It means something to me. Yeah. That it actually means a lot to me. And I, I think back to my brother's campaign when he ran for court. When I ran for homecoming court, the little thing that I, the little slogan that I had was, say no to drugs, say yes to Mota. Um, no problem, right? Mm. Class of 99. But now my brother gra is getting ready to graduate. His slogan is, got Mota. And mm. they refused to let him use that, his own last name in his campaign. Uh, we, we printed all this stuff. We had our everything. Yeah. And the administration of the school was like, no, that is a drug. It's cannot. Oh, we called, there was a whole article written about that. Oh, wow. About, I got to find it for you. Yeah. And they have a picture of my brother in his little truck <laughs> and they interviewed myself and they interviewed my grand, they interviewed my grandfather and they said, Hey, what is it like? The fact that, you know, a school is telling your grandson that he, he use cannot his use name. his own last name. Oh, yeah, that's to tough. promote. It was. And that's why I do feel very special about, you know, my last name and what it For means sure. and, and the stigma behind it. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to manifest that book. Yes, you are. We're Done. manifesting right now. <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to report back and you can tell us how you've already written it and it's already being published and la, 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 la. It's going to be great. Chamomile. And what? I, I already picture Ooh. it. I can already see They're it. They're going to be homies. Hey. The little lavender plants. Your chamomile. <laughs> They're all in there. They have these little faces. They're going to be like dancing this. to the song, that one song. Oh, God. <laughs> La hierba se movía, se movía, se movía. That's sure. It's all I think about, I like that it. song. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, <laughs> manifesting, guys. So I think that's a wrap. That was good. I loved it. Um, more to come. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, shit. Have a nice night, y'all. Increase the peace. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Increase the manifestations. Bye. Mm, write that shit down. Mm. Yes. The stop button. Ba -da -da -ba -da -ba -da.